Come on in, friends. Come on in. Come on in this room and tell me what's new and good with you. My name is Krishanda Torres, your friendly health and wealth coach and your guide on the side. And this is Couch Combos with Chris. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, I help African-American women over 40 get rid of sugar and debt because as Lizelle Graham, one of my favorite poets said, and I truly believe it, every woman who heals herself heals her children's children. Yes, it may have ran in the family, but you get to be and say it ran in the family until it ran into me. We're breaking generational curses and creating a new legacy of health. March is National Nutrition Month, but before we get into our titillating topic for today, of course, we must dispense with the formalities of the medical disclaimer. So, the statements you hear mentioned on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Any products you hear mentioned in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Krishanda Torres is not a physician, and the relationship between Krishanda and her patients is not of a prescriber and patient, but as health coach and client. It is fully the client's choice whether or not to take advantage of the information Krishanda presents. OTE Inc. and Krishanda Torres cannot guarantee any specific outcome, and your individual results may vary. Before beginning or adding any name supplement you hear mentioned in this podcast or any name modality that you hear mentioned in this podcast to your health routine or regime, please consult with a functional medicine or naturopathic doctor. Now that that's over, let's get into our titillating topic. This month, we are deep diving the top 25 diets, so let's keep it going. I think I mentioned the other day that we're going to talk about the microbiome diet. I was thinking microbiome, but what I really meant is paleo. So today, we're going to talk about the paleolithic diet. What do you know about the paleo diet? Anything? Okay, friends, let's talk about it. Let's do a brief history of the paleo diet. So... The Paleolithic diet, aka Paleo diet, is often called the caveman diet, the primary diet, excuse me, the primal diet, or stone age diet. Now the premises is that all of the food is directly sourced from nature, just as our ancestors had hunted and gathered during the Paleolithic era, hence the title Paleolithic diet. Before the birth of agriculture, about 10,000 years ago, humans didn't eat grains, we didn't eat beans, we didn't eat starchy vegetables, hello potatoes, beans, milk, or added salt and sugar. Yet today, approximately 61% of our calories, human calories, are from foods that were unknown to us in our bodies prior to the start of food processing. So what does that mean? Let me summarize it. Meats, fruits, and vegetables equals natural. Processed foods of any kind equals unnatural. The modern diet of, refi of refined foods is completely, I say again, completely different from the way early humans ate. And many in the health coaching space and the health and wellness world, we refer to the standard American diet as its acronym, SAD, which I believe that it is. Do you agree that it's SAD? As always, we talk about foods to avoid and foods to include when we're going through these dietary theories. Again, I studied over 100 dietary theories 
in my health coach training program at the Institute of Integrated Nutrition, the number one nutrition school in these United States. But we're only going to talk about the top 25 this month. Otherwise, you'd be here for a couple months. So if you have questions about any other diets, again, feel free to reach out to me and I'm happy to chat with you about that. When it comes to the foods to avoid on the paleo diet, all dairy products. I say again, all dairy products. Grains, so that's rice, wheat, corn, oat, barley, millet, rye, beans and legumes, starchy vegetables, hello again potatoes, sugary foods and artificial sweeteners, high salt foods including processed or smoked meats, soft drinks and fruit juices, and refined vegetable oils. Now, I know you're like, dang, Krishanda, that's a lot of restrictions. Hold on, friends. We're going to talk about all the yummy, paleo-friendly options that you can't eat. Again, as we always do, we talk about what you should remove and what you should include. So what exactly can you eat? Lots. All lean meats. So you can eat chicken, turkey, fish, shellfish, eggs, fruits and berries, most vegetables, nuts and seeds, honey, sometimes healthful oils, you know, my favorites, olive, walnut, flaxseed, macadamia, avocado, coconut. The paleo plate, friends, it consists of a majority of lean meats, a close second of vegetables, a serving of healthy fats, and some fruits and nuts, and oh, as always, a healthy amount of good old H2O. Does that remind you of anything that we talked about this month? Shout out to the integrated nutrition plate. Now, speaking of water, this plays a huge role in the paleo lifestyle, okay? We have all been told how important drinking water is for us, especially if you've been talking to me <laughs> at all. Dehydration affects everything from our digestion to the health of our skin. As you know, water is pillar number one in the seven pillars of health. You don't know what I'm talking about when I say the seven pillars of health. I highly encourage you to pick up that book, The Seven Pillars of Health by Dr. Don Colbert, okay? Overhydration, however, can be lethal. So. A lot of water has to be consumed in order for you to overhydrate, and I do mean a lot. So when I say, don't forget your H2O, you're probably like, well, how much water should we drink then? Well, that's complicated, okay? You've been told eight ounces, eight ounce glasses a day, but more studies are needed as things like body weight, nutritional needs, age and activity levels all affect the amount of water we need daily. I don't mean to stray off a bit, but, I will tell you some benefits of drinking water and then I'll tell you what I recommend. And again, after you speak with your medical board of directors, which includes your functional medicine, naturopathic doctor, um, nutritionist, dietitian, and your health coach, you guys can come up with the best amount to help you. Um, some benefits of drinking water, of course, it increases the speed of your drinking, excuse me, the speed of your metabolism, improves your muscle tone, aids in digestion, prevents fatigue, supports detoxification, and strengthens joint health. So what I normally tell my clients is half your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh, uh, for example, 180 pounds, you want to drink 90 ounces a day, that's roughly... Um, when you think about, I'm trying to decide if you're going to use a 20 ounce, I use a 20 ounce bottle of water, I mean a 20 ounce uh, water bottle to uh, get my water in. So for me, if I'm using a 20 ounce, one of those blender bottles, I was trying to think of it, that's roughly about five, uh, five cups 
of my 20 ounce water bottle a day to get me right at what I need, a little bit over what I need. If I'm drinking um, that 16.9 uh, ounce bottle of water, then it's five and a half. So again, that's how you figure it out. Half your body weight in ounces of water a day. The question for you is how many glasses of water are you currently getting? Are you even getting close to that? So something to definitely increase if you're exploring the paleo approach, okay? Back to paleo, sorry, I got a little, you know how I can go down the rabbit hole when it comes to water, because that's one of the things, again, one of the seven pillars of health that's crucial for us, okay? If you're a little skeptical about what I said about paleo, that's okay, you know, I subscribe to the four R's, of course, you can reason with what I'm saying, you can receive what I'm saying, you can completely reject it, but I always challenge you to research and you know I always come with the fifth R, the receipts, which are all the links at the end of the podcast that you can go back and double check what I shared with you, okay? Now, if you're skeptical, that's okay because there's scientific evidence concluding the efficacy, (laughs) ooh, there's that word, the efficacy of a paleo diet. Some benefits reported are, it naturally balances your blood glucose levels. If that's an issue for you, you definitely want to check out the paleo diet, the paleo approach. Most are aware of the inconvenient blood sugar spikes and drops that happen throughout our day. And because of the elimination of refined sugar, your body has a chance to then reset and regain the natural balance of your blood sugar. This means no more midday crashes, no more not being able to keep your eyes open after 3 p.m. Um, An increase of natural energy and more quality sleep. When you eat a balanced paleo diet, paleo meal, you're providing your body with natural energy sources from all natural sources. This is the way your body was meant to be fueled, not to mention your quality of sleep improves incredibly. This is done quite organically from cutting out the typical additives in our sad food sources. The serotonin in your brain signals when it's time to sleep. It's no longer getting drowned out by the chemicals in our food, so proper sleep equals natural foods. Do you see the correlation there? Effortless weight loss and lean muscle production. The structure of paleo diet naturally promotes weight loss. I say again, the structure of the paleo diet naturally promotes weight loss. So when you cut out synthetic chemicals from processed foods, you increase your daily intake of fruits, vegetables, and healthy fats, and you provide yourself with ample protein for muscle growth, you are setting your body up for success it keeps you full. When people hear the word diet, they think restriction. And while there are foods on paleo that you can't, quote unquote, can't eat, you're not counting calories. You're not seeking a reason to cheat or have a cheat day. And you're definitely not staying hungry because the paleo approach promotes eating when you are hungry. And the catch is when you do it correctly, you will not be as hungry as often because the emphasis is on calorie-dense, healthy fats, whole foods, and plenty of fiber, which creates the perfect equation for satisfying satiation or satiety, the foot making you feel full. It has detoxifying effects, of course. Since you have halted your consumption of a lot of harmful additives, because you're experimenting with this dietary approach, such as trans fats, MSG, refined sugar, um, excessive caffeine, then friends, you're giving your body a rest. And additionally, your antioxidant and phytonutrient and fiber intake increases, which helps you in the overall detox process. Finally, you have disease prevention. 
Many diseases can be traced back to a single word, inflammation. What we like to say in the health and wellness world is the more white on your plate, so that's bread, rice, sugar, the more inflammation in your body you create. And luckily, the paleo approach is structured around anti-inflammatory diseases while cutting out many of the known inflammatory sources. Woo, child, I know that's a lot. A lot of information about the paleo diet, but it's information about how it's beneficial and the scientific evidence. I gotta say it again. For those of you who love science, which concludes the efficacy of this particular dietary approach. Did any of this surprise you? Did it surprise you that the paleo has scientific efficacy that support that backs it up, that backs that thing up? Mm. Well, I know that if I were you, I would be demanding some proof of such claims. After all, some of this seems a bit too good to be true, doesn't it? Mm. Well, of course, you asked and I will oblige. As always, not only do I give you the four R's, but I'm about, I give you, we're gonna add that, that fifth R to the conversation now, which is the receipt. So you will find a plethora of receipts today in today's podcast, of which is a uh, link. It'll be the first link on my podcast that shows data on the paleo diet dating back over 30 years of published and reviewed research, specifically on the paleo diet. So make sure you check out that link, which will be in the podcast as well. Now let's backtrack. Effortless weight loss, right? I said that. That sounds impossible. But really, friends, the quality of our foods is of the utmost importance when we're talking about trying to lose weight. And unfortunately, it's a common misconception that if you eat less, (laughs) that's the answer to the weight loss epidemic. And while it can be helpful to implement this with a fraction of people, that's not a one size fits all and it's actually more sustainable and appropriate to focus on quality over quantity. I say again, quality over quantity. So what does that mean with the paleo approach? The paleo menu was full of terrine rich animal products, omega-3s and fiber rich carbohydrate sources. In short, The terrine helps propel fat cells into weight loss mode. This is done by reducing those inflammatory signals to your fat cells and improving fat tissues insulin sensitivity. Your omega-3s in this dietary approach also aid in pushing fat cells into that weight loss mode by improving your metabolic health and overall, again, lowering inflammation. And then lastly, the fiber that I mentioned, the paleo-friendly carbohydrate sources are jam-packed with fiber. Carbohydrates that feature a healthy amount of fiber do not cause those blood sugar crashes, that itis that I mentioned earlier, where you can't keep your eyes open after 3 p.m. and you're still at work and you still got to finish your work day. Now, with this dietary approach, the paleo, you can reprogram your fat cells for easy weight loss. Now, paleo might not be for everyone. Again, you're always encouraged as I start every single presentation and continue talking through them with you. You're always encouraged to talk to your functional medicine doctor, naturopathic doctor before you begin anything. And although I think that paleo is great, again, it's not for everyone. Athletes in particular may wanna pay extra attention. Why is that, you ask? While the paleo diet can potentially provide the following benefits to athletes, Um, there's all kinds of things you have to look at. Okay. So for athletes in particular, and I know all of us want to think that we're athletic, but let's be honest. Okay. 
So for those who are truly athletes, it helps with improved muscle recovery, digestion. Again, that's a key thing, helping you digest your food, means you have less bloating, less gas, right? Less uncomfortable, but discomfortability, um, improved glucose control. Again, bye-bye to those crashes and you have improved cognitive abilities and functions. Now, overall, like I said, the paleo approach provides nutrition needed to have sustained energy, ability to grow and maintain your muscle and strengthen your immune system and cognitive ability. Fun fact about the paleo diet, may he rest in peace, NBA all-star Kobe Bryant was one of the first athletes, professional athletes to go paleo. And I can assure you, he will not be the last. May he rest in peace. What else is paleo good for? I mean, as I told you earlier, its influence on preventing disease is phenomenal. And I know that's one of the big things that's interested me most about all of this, about dietary approach and dietary theory, period. The prevalence of autoimmune disorders has been on the rise for some time now. If you attended any of my master classes where we talked about gut health and we talked about uh, how we got here, uh, to summarize, right? We eat bad food, bad water, take too many prescriptions, too many steroids, too many birth control, we're chronically stressed. And so researchers are now showing that autoimmune disorders are a first world problem. And an autoimmune disorder is basically a condition where your body cannot decipher between your own healthy tissue from foreign invaders such as viruses and bacteria. And because of this, your immune system goes into attack mode too often attacking your body. And this attack can actually go unnoticed for years until it manifests into an identifiable autoimmune disease. There are, friends, over 80 different known varieties of autoimmune disease right now and more being discovered daily again because we are chronically stressed, eat bad food, drink bad water, take too many prescriptions. So what would we what would be best for us in combating this? You guessed it. You've heard me say it a million times. Reducing the inflammation. That's where the autoimmune protocol or the autoimmune paleo diet comes in. Making these dietary changes will help heal your autoimmune, excuse me, heal your immune system, right? Your immune system's communication with your body and your gut. That's again, back to, it always goes back to the gut. It helps with your gut's flora so that you can have an accurate immune response. Now, that may not be relevant to you. You may not be like, oh, okay, well, that's not really a big deal for Shonda. That doesn't mean anything to me. I really think it should because, you know, 80% of disease, 70 to 80% of illness begins in the gut. All diseases begin in our gut. And so healing your gut is the first step, but it's not the only. I know we've been talking about that a lot, but I don't want people to only think, well, I just got to heal my gut and that's it. I'm good. No, that's the first step. That's the basis. Right. Just like uh, I'll tie it into because, you know, uh, I'm a believer in business. It's not just believing in God. And that's it. There, there, there's a sanctification is a process and there's steps that you go through for that. Right. The same way with getting your optimal health. Um, getting your gut healthy is the beginning, but not the end. And then you move through the process of optimal health, which includes finding a dietary approach and lifestyle that works with you. And I think that with autoimmune diseases on the rise, this is one of the most important benefits is that paleo helps with inflammation and disease. Um, again, I always come with the receipts. Check out the links in, in the podcast today. I put a four-part video series 
for you on the relationship with paleo diets and multiple sclerosis. So you can see for yourself what I mean about how it helps with inflammation and disease. Now let's just go through a few myths because of course you're like Rashonda, well, that sounds good, but somebody said, I know, I know friends. They're always, you know, it's always the barracks lawyers who are advising everybody improperly. So myth number one, that you must become a caveman. Uh, that's a bit obvious now that we've covered the realistic details about this dietary approach. Uh, paleo is a fad, myth number two. Uh, calling paleo fat is confusing because I just showed you through our conversation today, paleo is a lifestyle. It's designed to feed your bodies with the foods you were supposed to eat and how it has been done for a very long, long time before us. Myth number three, oh, paleo is an unbalanced meat only diet, Krishanda. Uh, the lies you tell because meat only equates to less than 50% of this dietary approach. Oh, the portions, Krishanda, the portions are too small. Again, as I mentioned, you're not counting calories on paleo. Instead, you're eating calorie-dense foods. Therefore, your food may seem less in volume, but it does not put you in any risk of not eating enough. Let me say it again. It does not put you in any risk of not eating enough. The SAD diet, the standard American diet, which makes your body sad, actually sets you up to overeat. And the fifth myth, oh, paleo is expensive, Krishanda. Friends, the lies that they tell, because there's plenty of independent experiments of those who calculate their grocery shopping, paleo versus not, and like anything, planning in order to ensure the best bang for your buck. Keep in mind, eating paleo doesn't inherently mean pricey. This is one of the dietary approaches I like because people like to uh, assert that in order to eat healthy, you have to go broke. You don't, okay? I encourage you to read labels. Food companies are often experts of depiction, okay? As a consumer, inconsistent labeling makes making informed choices about your food extremely difficult. Paleo branded foods are no exception. Just because it says gluten-free, you need to make sure. Just because it says paleo, okay? Make sure that you are reading the labels. And let me explain a bit here. Food companies can engineer any food to follow any set of rules. Basically, that means junk food can be considered paleo within certain guidelines. So how do you ensure that you don't fall into the trap of assuming all paleo approved stickers equate to a healthy option? As I said, you've got to read the ingredients. You gotta know what is and what isn't paleo friendly, and you gotta skim the ingredients and search for things like sweeteners, additives, and preservatives. You know that's not paleo. You gotta read the nutritional facts. You gotta pay attention to the micro, excuse me, the macronutrient profile. For example, is it really low carb? And you gotta compare prices. You may be paying for the label more than the actual product. Sometimes it makes more sense to purchase a non-paleo branded version of a product that would fit into your dietary structure anyway. Now, as I said, I want you to keep in mind that there is no current regulation on how companies can advertise the term paleo. So that's why we as consumers and you as the advocate for your health with your medical board of directors have to do your due diligence. Have you actually seen any paleo branded products lately? Feel free to give me that feedback as well. 
So with that, friends, we're going to take a pause so that we can have a quick commercial break and a word from our sponsor. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about how changing it up and being creativity, creative, excuse me, with your paleo lifestyle benefits you. We're back in a few minutes after a word from our sponsor. And we're back, friends. So we left off talking about the fact that you got to read labels. Label reading is important. If you need any help with that, of course, reach out. Happy to assist you. Uh, that's a part of the paleo lifestyle. So you can change it up and you can be creative with your paleo lifestyle. It doesn't have to be boring, okay, guys? And although there are more guidelines in the paleo approach versus the sad alternative, Make sure you're not limiting yourself from the foods that you actually love, okay? Very often there are small, quick changes you can make to a recipe to make it paleo friendly. And I highly suggest you use, I don't use Google, I use Brave as my search engine, but you can use Google Brave, DuckDuckGo, to search for your favorite foods and do a little digging. How to make pasta paleo, how to make whatever paleo. Remember, this is fun. You should be excited about trying new things and this dietary approach, of course, under the supervision of your medical board of directors. You should be excited about feeding yourself, feeding your family, high quality foods, and being able to share your experiences with others. Do you have a food in mind that you wanna to try to experiment with and take it from sad to glad using the paleo? Um, there's many yummy recipes to try. If you need me to shoot you some, again, feel free to reach out. Let me know what resonated the most with you from this episode. Let me know what it is that you're looking for. Hey, Krishanda, you mentioned paleo recipes. I'd like to get those and I'm happy to send them to you. Because friends, as you know, I'm a nerd. I'm a bibliophile now. Now it's cool. Now you're called a bibliophile, a lover of books. When we were growing up, you were called a nerd and you were beaten up for it. But now it's cool because readers are leaders and leaders are readers. And now information is power, right? So there are a plethora of fun cookbooks and educational books on paleo living. And of course, I always bring that fifth R, the receipts. So in your podcast episode today, you will find a plethora of resources on cooking so that you're not left stranded to go figure it out for yourself. Come on now, you know I wouldn't leave you stranded like that. Now I know that I shared a ton of information with you this morning and probably some emotions are surfacing, maybe overwhelm, maybe excitement, maybe even some confusion. I want to assure you friends, these are all great emotions and these are all normal emotions. Your excitement will drive you and your overwhelm will force you to take this process very simply, taking control of your health very simply, okay? Because healthy eating is a staple of a high quality lifestyle. And it's something to put time and energy into as the side effects include more energy, more improved self-esteem and amp you up for vigor for life. As you know, I'm a believer in business. I am a Christian health coach and my faith is central to how I serve my clients. So I always wanna leave you with two of my favorite scriptures. Three John, three John two, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers And Genesis one and 29. God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed 
that is on the surface of the entire earth. And every tree which has fruit yielding seed, it shall be food for you. This is why I'm so passionate. The word of God, which is my constitution, which is my first and final authority, tells me that he made these things. He made food for us for our benefit and our health, not to our detriment. We're not supposed to be downcast, downtrodden, diseased, and destroyed. That's not what we're supposed to do. So just remember, friends, if you're tired of feeling the same, if you're tired of things in your health not changing, it's time for you to make a decision to get out of your own way. But don't get stuck in how you feel. You take the wheel and join me and say, it's a new season. It's a new day. A fresh anointing is flowing my way. This is my season of power and prosperity. And I declare over my life, 2023 will not kill me. If this podcast added value or resonated with you, friends, I invite you to join me again as we continue down the dietary theory alphabet. And I also invite you to do one of the following. Visit my website at krishandatorresallonword.com. Check out my focus group by going to my website, clicking on the tab labeled group and selecting the group that meets your needs and checking out our exciting events and scheduling your next masterclass at krishandatorresallonword.in healthcoaching.co. Again, all the links mentioned in today's podcast, the published reviewed research, the four-part video series, what a paleo plate looks like, uh, book recommendations, all those are linked in the podcast. Um, If not, just uh, send me an email and I'm happy to send them to you. I look forward to chatting with you next time, friends. And until next time, Cheers to your health and wealth. Not only do I teach it, but I live it. I'm running out of here right now so I can go to Orange Theory Fitness so that I can crawl out in an hour from now after they put me through that workout because I can only teach what I live. So until next time, friends, cheers to your health and wealth.